Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode three of the Happy Hour Podcast. We got a great episode for you tonight. An awesome guest with me. Great topics. Maybe some controversy. Maybe some fun. We'll probably add a little bit of sports in there. We got two great minds, two very similar minds behind the mic tonight. So without further ado, let's hop into episode three. Yo, 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 welcome back to episode three of Happy Hour Podcast. Yet again tonight, we are without the one, the only Mike Smith. However, we do have some more Smith blood on the mic with me tonight. To my right, sitting in his apartment, actually, the one, the only Austin Smith. How's it going, man? It's going well. Big shoes to fill. I, I, don't, I don't know if I will bring the same quality of takes. I mean, I think I'll bring high quality takes, but what I do bring to the table, it's a different skill set than the tall, bald guy. I'm the shorter, slightly less attractive, almost bald guy in the family, but uh, it's big shoes to fill. And then coming in after Storm last week, who's a fan favorite, I don't know if I'll be able to fill his shoes either, but it's good to be here. Oh, I'm I'm glad to have you. Um, I I like to keep intelligent minds on this podcast. Going from Dad to Storm to you, um, definitely keeps the podcast spicy. And tell us a little bit about yourself, Austin. Well, uh, I I'd say you brought another intelligent mind, or at least I'd like to hope so. They trust me to teach today's youth. Uh, I teach science at West High in Waterloo, Iowa. Um, We're just getting started. First day of school is on Monday, so it's been a hectic week in that regard. But I'm excited just to get back in the classroom. I know um, our students need to get back in the classroom, as controversial as that's been. Um, Uh, Sorry to interrupt. What kind of COVID-19 precautions and regulations do you have? Are they pretty strict? Um they're they're fairly strict uh the way we're doing it and of course uh even though a lot of listeners maybe for this are from southwest iowa might not understand the size of of west high and waterloo we have almost 1600 diversity too oh very diverse we have 1600 students about 400 of those students uh are opting to go online so um we we will have a slightly smaller number Along with that, uh, our high school where I teach is going to an A-B schedule, so uh, students will go every other day just to kind of split our numbers in half because you got to remember, unlike a rural school where maybe we have opportunities to stay distance in the hallway at a school the size of West High or if you look at the schools in Iowa City or Des Moines, they don't have that opportunity because it's like one school is a small community on its own. You have thousands of kids coming in contact with each other. So we have to take that extra precaution and splitting that in half is a help. And then there's plenty of other things, masks required, of course. Most places are doing that. Uh, And us teachers are really focusing on preparing to go back online if we have to. Sure. As well as really just trying to stay positive with our students especially with social justice issues right now this this is only 
I only taught for the second semester last spring, so this is really my first whole year teaching, and it's at a time where, it is exciting, but it's at a time where there's a lot of stuff going on, and I'd say really all teachers right now are in a place where this is new to everybody, so I'm not the only, even though it's my first full year teaching, even our most veteran teachers 20 plus years, they're in the same boat I'm in right now. Our dad's in the same boat. He's moving out of the classroom, right? But at the same time, this is new to everybody. So, uh, you know, I, I can't. And every school is different. Every too. school is different. Like you said, because with your size, doesn't even compare to yeah. Cornyn High School. And each school has to take different precautions. Um, what are some hobbies? What do you hobbies. like to do on your free time? On my free time, uh, you know, the big thing, and especially during this COVID, uh, I like to play a lot of video games. Uh, that's starting to phase out now that we get back into school kind of putting that back away which is good I know my wife Abby might have been worried you know how is he gonna phase out of this playing all these videos all the time well mom was too with me during the pandemic so so I mean I'd say at least with us when it's time to get to work we 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 gotta get to work we're smith boys so um I, I enjoy doing that I like to go fishing uh you know, the weather for fishing at the beginning of the summer just wasn't all that great. Water was really high, and now, uh, you know, I, I complain about the water being too high, and now we're semi-drought-ridden yeah. where all the rivers and lakes are really low. It's the dry up here, warm. too. Not yeah. a lot of humidity. Yep. It Said is. we're not supposed to get rain till maybe Sunday a little bit in the morning. Sure. Yeah, but. and even then, I don't, I mean, we're we're not, where it's an issue of drought, but fishing-wise, you know, there's... Water could come back up a little bit. There's a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of the shoreline showing right now, which you'd think would be good when you're fishing, right? Less water, less places for places for fish to go. But at the same time, the water gets really warm. The fish don't like to move. Yep. Right. Cool. So. Um. All right. Cool. Well, let's hop into our first questions right off the bat. Actually, before we do that. Uh, for those of you who listened to episode two, we did the question with the chicken wings. And we did, are you a dry rub person or a um, a sauce kind of person? You said you wanted to chime in on that question. Well, one thing I'll say, and, and you know, this is nothing against Storm and you guys who did this last week. Well, it's all opinion. It is all opinion. It is all opinion. But I would like to say... Uh, I was stuck in the mindset for a while where boneless was superior. Okay. And I'll admit, I was... I was, I, And I'm... Currently, I prefer boneless. Yeah, I every think time. everybody last week on the podcast preferred boneless. You know, now my eyes have been opened. <laughs> my eyes have been opened. It's like religion. Wrong. It is. My eyes have been opened to traditional wings, bone in. The Why? Meat is, the meat is better. The, it, it tastes better. You know, when... All the time when I get boneless, it seems like I'm eating more breading. True. I I mean, pretty much with boneless wings, it's practically a glorified chicken nugget. Exactly. But right now, I'm okay with that because I'm there for the sauce. So, this is where I'll kind of veer off, though. What I will say, if we're talking dry rubs, I'll go boneless with a dry rub. Okay. I'll go boneless with a dry rub because then you're right. It's a glorified chicken nugget, except I got some sweet seasoning on that. True, yeah. If I if I'm going traditional though, I'm going the sauce. And and my eye has been eyes have been opened recently to Caribbean jerk. 
in the seasoning that is Caribbean jerk, as well as any type of red pepper seasoning. You can ask my wife right now, I put red pepper flakes on just about anything I cook in the kitchen. So what I'll say, dry rub, boneless, sauce on traditional, and you can't go wrong that way. Gotcha. Uh, all right. I mean, I like that perspective. Definitely a very mature perspective on the chicken wings. Maybe one day I'll switch over, but right now I'm going to stick with the boneless. Sure. Let's move to our, our first question of this podcast. And I was sitting in my physical geography class today. Uh, great class. Um, I think I'll enjoy it. I'll, I enjoy the professor, but I'm not going to lie. I was thinking about the podcast during the class, so I was looking up some would-you-rather questions. And I found this one. This one kind of stuck out to me because I've, I've never really seen a question like this before. So so I'm just going to spit out the question first, and then maybe we'll we'll consider some some details to it so the question is would you rather be an average person in the present or a king of a large country 2500 years ago and and when you answer this question i want you to not think about like your situation now because you have you know you have your wife you have a great job everything uh with that so let's take away that like you don't have that right now would you rather be an average person in this present time or 2500 years ago be a king hmm that's a good one i i this one stuck out to me and there's a lot of factors that will that came to mind right when i thought of this sure um but i'll let i'll let you answer and see see what you think about it first you know i would have to lean towards an average person today why number one factor would have to be quality of life but that's, not what, I, that's what i was not thinking in the sense of tv and air conditioning and all that quality of life and the fact that and once again i got to be careful here because we're in a global pandemic that's true but when you that's live true. however 2500 years ago there's a good chance you die of yeah you know anything because you, you don't die. brush your teeth you might get a di- you know you get dysentery <laughs> exactly so but the thing is you're a king man i know you can have people brush your teeth for you, you i could. mean you could but what i, I and i I'd, I'd have to do research on this but i really want to say today's average layperson probably lives longer than kings of 2500 years ago. I, I think you're right i think i mean i don't have the facts of that i yeah. think you're right so I would lean towards that. It would be awesome to be a king. That's a tough one, though. But I think just first instinct is, well, today, but once again, barring global pandemic, I know it's, uh, it's awkward to say this, but today's times, I'd have to probably take average person just because quality of life, longevity of life is better, better even though you're an average person compared to king what do you think i i'm gonna have to agree with you i i did think about this a little and just think about how awesome it would be to be a king especially like back when you were in like ancient rome or today in our pre-modern chinese history class we were talking about all the dynasties of then like the xia dynasty shang dynasty han dynasty and just thinking about i mean those guys were rulers and they're different than rulers today because really i I mean, I guess I don't have 
facts, facts. But back then, if you were the king, you didn't have, you know, a lot of restrictions on your ruling. You, what you said went. And as I would like to have that power. I don't think I'd abuse that power, but I would definitely love to have that power. But I agree, just quality of life back then. Even when I looked up this question below, it said cons of choosing the king of a large country 25 years ago. Like, showers, I love taking showers. I take, like, three showers a day. Good long showers. I use the conditioner, the shampoo, everything. Back then, you 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 bathed, and there was no soap. I don't know what they used back then, but I think you're right. Being Living in today's world, just with everything we have, even as an average person with an average job, living an average life, mm-hmm. I feel like I, I'd be happier with that. But then again, you think the exhilaration of being a king? Oh, my goodness. Not many people can say they've been a king. That's a tough one. That's a good question. If you you had the title of king and you could choose any, like, like, no, like, there's also other titles with it. Like, what would you choose? Like, like Austin the the Terrible or Austin, or would you just be King Uh, Smith, King Austin? I think, uh, once again, I don't know a lot about... Uh, um, hierarchies of kings and queens and prince and princesses, but um, I I think I would have to go by like Archduke Austin <laughs> of whatever land I am ruling. Out of suffix, and they're sure. the fifth <laughs> Archduke Austin of Buckinghamshire. <laughs> Just and I don't know what an I don't once again I don't exactly know where Archduke lies in the hierarchy but it just sounds cool sure it does and i you know i think that's what i'd have to go with what would you go with i don't know i obviously not owen because if you think of a leader with the name owen they're not gonna have any power even with just with that name um i do i do like the like the great or the terrible but i'd i'd be like i'd take a little bit of a modern twist into it like like king owen the clutch or king owen the the master of of the three ball range or or something stupid but modern like that um i i guess i didn't really think about it but anyways we both answered to live in this modern age of here's of being one thing i'll add person. in this is kind of nerdy as a science right. teacher you know instead of terrible or wise maybe i'd be archduke austin the empirical the empirical <laughs> just because and when we're talking about science that's when you're talking about actual verifiable observation rather than we're talking about theory or you know that is i'm verified the goat the king Austin, <laughs> the, the empirical. empirical now that i think about it, i'd probably just go with darth smith <laughs> <laughs> that'd be my name that's pr- pretty scary people would listen to me then anyways we'll we'll move on to the next question and i don't I know you're a science teacher. This may not be in your ballpark. This is just me also being curious during geography, looking up at the presentation and the pictures. My, my, this isn't a would-you-rather question. This is just me being curious. When you look at an ocean or a large body of water, it's blue. But then you take out the water, put it in a cup, it's, it's transparent. I just want to know why is water blue when actually it's, it's clear. Why is the sky blue? That's another thing. Well, why is the sky blue? Uh, it's something with the atmosphere, sure, right? Sure, yeah. Yeah, atmosphere and refraction of of 
sunlight and the rays from the sun. Um, once again, you know, as a science teacher, I should probably have a scientific answer to this, right? But uh, at the same time, I would assume it, it is with the same thing. Also, uh, if you think about it, is the water blue when you go way deep down in the ocean? I've never can you been. See anything? You can't really see, right? can There's you? There's an absence of light. light. So okay. Think about then. Well, water's clear. There's an absence of light. Yeah, it's reflecting some light, but at the same time, you have an absence of light deeper down. You can't see, so you're gonna get more of that darker hue rather than just a clear, transparent. Gotcha. And and I actually just looked it up too, and I'm just gonna read word for word from oceanservice.noaa.gov, and it says. The ocean is blue because water absorbs colors in the red part of the light spectrum. What is the red part of the light spectrum? That's just the, exactly what it's saying. When you're talking about red, there's various colors along the spectrum. Roy G. Biv, right? You have all these colors, so it absorbs the red. Well, what's the opposite side? You start with red, orange, yellow, right? So then you, then go, you go over to, to the cool bluer color, blue, purple. Yeah, green. Then you start going blue, indigo, violet, right? <laughs> okay. So, um when we're talking about the spectrum so reds are on one side cooler colors are on the other side so then it says like a filter so like the the it absorbs the red and it says like a filter this leaves behind colors in the blue part of the light spectrum for us to see sure so you're you're spot on with that and then it says the ocean may also take on a green red or other hues as light bounces off of floating sediments and particles in the water sure i've never seen red water but uh, well have you ever the Red River. Have you, do you remember? We drove over it on trips to the Gulf Coast. The dirt in that part of Texas and Oklahoma it's is red. red. And it basically, I mean, even if you think about the river in Clarend, Iowa, it's, it's brown. brown, right? Yeah. The river here in Cedar Falls is brown because of yeah, right? the sediment. If you go to the rivers in Colorado where there's no sediment, it's like greenish blue. Fair right? enough. All right, so that's done with the questions there we'll move on to our our first little topic and today's actually a very special day um to austin and i but not as much to austin and i as it is to our father mike who planned to be the co-host of this podcast um we talked about it more in the last podcast on why why he can't be the host every time mostly just because austin and i live what 300 some miles away from from him right now but today is actually mike smith's 50th birthday um and to celebrate that or first off if you guys see him around sometime wish him a happy birthday happy late birthday and um wish him wish him best for that but um in honor of that austin and i are gonna share our best memory um with with Mike, and I'll let Austin go first because I I really didn't think much about this, <laughs> so so I'm gonna put you on the hot seat first. All right, well I have I have two, and once again there was a bunch. It was contemplation. Um, this one memory isn't necessarily my best memory, but I'd say this memory, um, really shows his true colors as a father. Okay. And the lengths that he goes to uh, make us happy because, and, and once again, this is a distant memory, but, oh, and if he's listening to this, I'll probably just say the first sentence and he'll know where it's going, but um, a 
long time ago, back in the day, even when you were really young, me and him and our Uncle Jim and my cousin Logan would go camping at um, a lake in Emmitsburg, Iowa called Five Island Lake. So we'd go up there, we'd fish, we'd have fun, um, kind of mess around, just have a weekend. Uh, guys just, weekend. Guys weekend, yeah. So I was probably, oof, I I wouldn't have even, I probably was five, six, seven years old, maybe older than that, probably maybe six, seven, eight, I don't know. But um, my Uncle Jim had brought a whole package of Hostess Cupcakes. <laughs> I don't think I've heard this story, but I like he, where this is going. He brought a whole package of Hostess Cupcakes, and damn, those Hostess Cupcakes were good. <laughs> well, of course, they're still good. <laughs> so um, I must have eaten a couple too many, and went to bed feeling good. Next thing I know, I wake up in the morning, all of our sleeping bags, everything's like hanging up outside of the tent. Oh, jeez. Dad's like chilling outside of the tent, whatever. Yo, Dad, why is our stuff hanging up? Oh, yo, what do you mean? What do you mean, why is our stuff hanging up? Yo, why is our stuff hanging up? <laughs> Apparently that night I projectile vomited all over the tent. Didn't remember Inside it. the tent. Inside the tent. Were you all in the same tent? No, it was me and Dad. In the oh, okay. And Jim and Lauren were the other one. Um... And I don't remember any of it. I just remember waking up. All our stuff was outside the tent. Uh, I cannot imagine how disgusting that would have been. And, of course, we're outside. You don't remember any of it? I don't remember any of it. Even better. (laughs) Even better. So, once again, I can't say speak to how nasty it was because I don't remember waking up and throwing up all over the all over the tent but think i mean there's no running water at the there is he's got to walk a long ways it's just disgusting and it was all taken care of it was all taken care of um i'm pretty sure we went fishing like i might have just started going swimming again because i don't remember having a stomach ache anything like that um didn't i don't remember him swearing cussing getting angry which would be hard to do uh, with the whole inside and, of the and tent. And it's happened before. Yeah, so uh, that that is one that popped up in my head because I, I can't imagine how disgusting that yeah. would have been. Well, that comes with the job of being a father. I guess Expected so. stuff like that. I guess so. Note to self, don't get any more hostess cupcakes <laughs> on a camping trip. Good. That's a good one. You, yeah. you said you had another one? Oh, the other one's just a short one, just one that I'll probably hold on to for a long time is fishing out front um, the day I got married in Dubuque, out on the point right in front of the place. Uh, me and Abby got married, everybody walking by like, yo, you're getting, you know you're getting married today, and me and Dad are just out there fishing. Fishing on the day of on your the wedding? the day of my wedding, probably, probably the afternoon. I think we got married at like 4.30. I was probably fishing at about 1, so... <sighs> Um, it was a good day. It was a good day. And I didn't catch anything, but Dad did catch pretty darn big sheephead. But, yeah, that's just something I'll carry uh, for a while as well. That That is – that's awesome. That's that's a good memory. Yeah, that's a than, good one. Than the hostess cupcakes. My, my memory that just came to mind, um, not necessarily a good one for me. And, and you know this one, and I'll, I'll be called a bonehead for this one for the rest of my life. But 
back in the day, uh, you and I, we were into the portable PlayStation systems, <laughs> the P- the PSPs, and I was obs- I was obsessed with mine. And for some reason, I I used to have a little bit of OCD when it come to how when it came to how clean the screen was. Lack of patience as well. That we'll get into that. <laughs> so I always like to have a clean screen on my PSP. And if you guys don't know what a PSP is, it's pretty much like your your today's Nintendo Switch, only a little bit smaller, and and you could play sorts of different games. I I was big into. Uh, the Star Wars one, what was that? The uh, uh, For- Star Wars Force Unleashed or, or oh, something yeah. like that. Sure. And so whenever I'd want my screen cleaned, since I'd, I didn't know how to do it, I don't know how old I was. Old enough to probably know better, but I didn't. So I'd be like, Dad, can can you clean off my screen? He'd be like, yeah, yeah, sure. He'd take it, he'd clean it off, he'd wipe it off, whatever. And then we were up in Algona, and we were at, at my grandparents' house, and you guys were busy in the basement doing doing something, and my PSP screen got dirty, so I was like, Dad, could you, can you wash my screen for me? And then he'd be like, or something, he'd be, be like, yeah, I'm busy right now, give me a little bit. I, like you said, I wasn't very patient back then. I decided to take matters into my own hands. And you, this is not going to be satisfying for me to say or you guys to listen to, but what I did was I took my, my PSP and and I went into the kitchen and I put it under the sink and I turned on the sink full bore. And let me tell you, I got that screen clean, super clean, went away, uh, started playing with it. My life was better. I had a good screen. I had a good clean screen. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere... PSP turns off. I was like, mm, that's weird. Turn it back on. It starts working. My The whole left side, which would have been like one of the joysticks, one of, some of the D-pad over there, wouldn't work at all. I was like, well, this, this, is, this is weird. And then I took it over to Dad. I was like, Dad, my PSP is not working. He'd be like, what the hell do you mean it's not working? And I'd be like, it's just not, it's not working. And then he's like, well, well, did you do something to it? Well, I was like, well, yeah, I just cleaned off the screen. He'd be like, well, sir, I, I hardly remember. He's probably like, how'd you clean off the screen? And then I don't know if you have any input on this, but I was like, well, I, I put it under the sink and I washed it off. And then he, I don't know what happened after that, but I do remember Grandpa Joe was i think he was pissed he yeah, was he the the crazy part about that is i don't think dad actually chewed your ass no our grandpa actually chewed dad's ass <laughs> for buying you an electronic that he didn't think you were old enough to run <laughs> of course so i i remember i'm pretty sure dad was like oh you know like not really too worried about it didn't get too worked up about it person who was the angriest was our grandpa yeah at him dad got his ass chewed for you watching the psp yep and then really i was just upset because my psp was broke that thing did not work what happened though i got a new one got a new one but the thing is the new one i got was the older version so i couldn't play any of the games for the newer version i couldn't play star wars on there i don't think we could play together anymore either we cause, couldn't because our new ones we could sync them up and play, play a racing game yeah we played that 
was like a speech. There's a movie after it. Is there? Yeah, Stealth or yeah, something, something like, like that. that. But yeah, that so then I had to get an old one that had the joystick broken, so it was just a little nub. And then that pretty much just ruined my experience with the PSP forever because all I could really play was like an old baseball game. Got really good at that, but... Um, so so yeah that was that's just kind of an example of the the, the Smith generations cuz we brought grandpa Joe in there and like you said he he I think I do remember him I mean in any situation where things don't turn out right you're going to hear from grandpa Joe yeah. and and someone's going to get called an idiot or or something like that but it was all love it, it really was, yeah. was. There's going to be some profanity, some... Oh, I don't want to bring up yes. when I spilled Dad's crappie nibbles that one day up there, too. That was... Yeah, I know, good. and that's the... That is the craziest thing. And and once again, it's not like it was a... Grandpa Joe wasn't being mean or anything. That's just the way that he handled, you know? Yeah, that's, that's the way he handled it. It's a teaching it. moment. Yeah, and... and and we learned. I learned. Yeah. I learned that you can't put electronics underwater. You did. You did. So I thank him for that. I thank Dad for that. I don't thank you and Logan for, for giving me so much shit because of that. But like, well, you know, think of me at the time. I'm probably twelve years old. And yeah. I know everything. And like, my brother's an idiot. He just put an electronic device <laughs> well, underneath running water. No, I agree with you. But <laughs> good times in Algona for sure. So, and there's countless more memories, countless more stories. We could go on and on and and just talk about that. But really, we just are so grateful to have an amazing father. And, and we had an amazing grandfather and, and really a great side of that family. And um, we, we do wish you, Dad, uh, when you listen to this, a happy 50th birthday and and we could sit here and thank you for all the stuff you've done for us, but that would not really do it justice. No. So, no. so again, and, and we'll stay in the birthday topic, and this was your idea, Austin. Yeah. Top five birthday treats. Yes. So when you say treats, you just mean like... Well, yeah, yeah. I, like well, food? Yeah, food that you'd have at a birthday party. And if you wanted to, um, you could... You could bring in maybe birthday treats you take to school, but um, drinks say, included. Sure, it's Sweet. it's whatever. Like if you go to a birthday party, what's gonna be there? Yeah, what okay. and the dessert, not like the main course. But yep. If there's something there that you're like, oh my gosh, this is what we're having. Word. Okay. So I don't know if you have a list. I don't have a list, but I can spit off the dome. Okay, so do you want to go? Start at five and go down. So do five, you, as in the the least. The, of the top five. Of the top five. Okay. You, and I could give my whole list, or we could do each of us give our fives. Let's do... Us. I, I mean, shouldn't we just go f- one of us do our five and then another person sure. do our five? Sure. I'll do my whole five then. All right. Go for it, man. Um, You know, number five. This could be controversial. <laughs> but my number fun. five... And, and once again, there's hundreds of birthday treats, so this just... This is just what landed at five and that's birthday cake really you have cake as the fifth as the fifth jeez see the only reason when i think go ahead when i think birthday treats literally the only thing that comes to mind is birthday cake sure exactly but think about the difference between birthday cake and just regular Uh, cake oh okay so if you think about what what does birthday cake have 
that regular cake or birthday cake have a lot of that regular cake doesn't like sprinkles i think sure, the sprinkles, sprinkles colors, colors bunch of frosting bunch exactly right there a bunch of frosting i love frosting See, so that's okay. where i'm saying this is controversial i'm not a huge frosting guy okay so the fact that birthday cakes are covered with like 10 pounds of frosting oh, yeah. kind of turns me off to birthday cake okay fair um, enough so it goes at number five but once again i mean that's not saying i don't like cake and you'll find out in a second here uh number four is going to be the classic and this takes me back to school age little debbie snacks okay so if somebody brings some straight star crunch or cosmic brownies okay on their birthday to school and as a teacher now and as a, at a coaching youth sports if it's somebody's birthday you want to bring treats yeah i bring treats because i'm guessing it's going to be cosmic brownies it's going to be cosmic brownies <laughs> put money on that yeah so you know those <laughs> got to go in the top five okay. that's number four number three yeah number three is cupcakes okay um less frosting i like cake i like cake <laughs> i like cake. <laughs> i do um it's not a good thing to like a lot of but i do less frosting that's what abby and i had at our wedding for dessert we opted to go with cupcakes instead of traditional cake oh yeah yeah um, you can just cut you know you get more variety when you go cupcakes number two and this is where it kind of gets weird because number two i have ice cream and if you have ice cream with any other, so if I have ice cream and birthday cake, it's automatically going number two. Okay. Because so if it's got ice cream with it, it's going to be number two. That's fair. And you can probably guess number one. Cheesecake? Cheesecake. Yeah. Number one. Yep. Uh, far and away. Not even That close. was always your wish when that it was, was your birthday. If it was mom my birthday, made cheesecake. I was going to ask mom to make a cheesecake. Um, like a little double chocolate, chocolate chip. Sure. A graham cracker or an Oreo crumble crust. That's that's number one, and it's not even close. Sure. All right, so you got five, cake, birthday cake. Birthday cake. Five. Four, the Little Debbie snacks. Yes. Three, you had cupcakes. Yep. Two, ice cream. Yep. And then one, cheesecake. Correct. What kind of cheesecake? Chocolate chip or something with chocolate in it. I'm not a huge, like, fruit, raspberry, cherry, anything like that. For sure. All right, that's a good list. That's a that that covers a lot of them too, so I'll do mine. And this is just off the dome for me. I didn't really think about this. And at number five, I will say ice cream, because I I like ice cream, but I have to be in the mood for ice cream, and it has to be with something that will melt the ice cream to an extent. So like if if it's with hot cake or something, to where it like the ice cream is like. It gets a little melty. Little cookies in the bottom of the bowl with some ice cream over it. Fresh yeah. cookies. Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay. And then number four, I'm going to go with with cupcakes. Just because with cupcakes, I don't know how to eat them. That's because fair. it's... I don't know how to, how to... If someone were to watch me bite into a cupcake, I don't know how I can make that look good. Because I don't know if, if I do cake and frosting or or... or or if I just bite into the frosting and then go for the cake, I don't know what it is. Number three, um, I'm going with, um, hmm, let me see. So I got ice cream. I got uh, cupcakes. Number three, I'm going to go with, with fruit punch. And when I say fruit punch, it's got to be like, like the Hawaiian punch, but you got to mix it with some 7-Up or some Sprite. It's got to it's be like carbonated fruit it's a punch. birthday party like a 21st birthday party what kind hey of birthday i'm not, party I'm not bringing about? i'm not if 
I'm addicted to when you go up and there's a punch bowl and and you look behind it, they got the fruit punch and they got the seven up because fruit punch with carbonation is so good to me. That's so that's fair. number three. Number two, I'm going with the cheesecake because I also asked for a lot of cheesecake in my days. White chocolate raspberry for me. Delicious. And then number one, birthday cake with a lot of frosting. I love frosting. So we disagree on that, but I love frosting. So that's my top five. Hmm. No, that's a good list. That's a solid list. I like the fruit punch. That's a, that is a, that is an angle that I didn't think of, but that's a solid I angle. I love fruit punch. Yeah. All right, we'll move on because we, we're at we're at the 35-minute mark. So we're going to move on. We'll do just a, a short segment on NBA bubble talk. Do you want to talk about the – you want to bring up the trolley problem to end it? Oh. Uh, see, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Well, then about. I'm just, I'll just ask you. Okay, and let's we'll do it. And we'll see what you say. Let's do it. Yep. Um, so, this, so this is something that – and like what you said last week with Storm, where he kind of asked everybody this question, the, the horse-sized duck, duck-sized horses. And what right? was your choice? After hearing Storm's argument, I like the duck-sized horses, but that's strength in numbers. My gut tells me horse-sized duck. But See, what he thing, said about the strength, I under, that, is, that is understandable. The strength, yes. But then I was thinking also, just real quick, we're fighting these things, which means these things want to fight us. And he was, and he was saying how these horse-sized ducks were, or, no, duck-sized horses, were were not gonna bite your head off or anything. But if they're gonna try to fight me, I'm sure a hundred of them ganging yeah. up on me, they're gonna find a way to beat my butt. So yeah. that was that's just me. Yeah. So I'll let you go to your your trolley. So, thing. So this this is kind of a question that some of me and my buddies ask sometimes and we don't really we don't really put too heavy a thought in it it's more of kind of a joke thing but this is a this is a problem that um philosophers started asking i think in the 1960s just to kind of see what how does your mind think so here's the trolley problem okay and it doesn't really apply to today but um it's just it's a question so there's a runaway streetcar. Okay, imagine you're on a, a streetcar like a trolley, like a, a, a train going down the middle of the street like they okay. used to have. Yeah. Okay? It's, it's, it's going down a hill super fast. And there's fast. no brakes? Like it's runaway? No brakes. It's a runaway. Okay. There's five unsuspecting workers working on the track. Okay? It's going to kill them. There's five? There's five unsuspecting workers on the track. But... You're standing next to a switch that can switch the track and send it towards one single unsuspecting worker. You're standing, observing, runaway train car coming down. Five unsuspecting workers are in the tracks. If you don't do anything, it kills five people. If you pull the lever, it it goes and it'll kill one person. So the question is, would, would I pull that lever? Yes. So, you're right. This is deep. This is this is deep. My thing is so so. If we don't pull the le- lever, we're putting fate. Or are we? How is this? First well, off, this trolley's run away. How someone messed up that? Sure. Yeah, but it's not your fault. You're a bystander. Yeah. You have no interest besides the fact that you're standing. <sighs> uh, and there's other versions of this where 
it makes it a little more applicable to current times but i think this is the best version of it where you're literally standing there you have the choice to do nothing and and let five five people people die die, or or to do do something something and save those five people but but you kill the guy who wasn't gonna die i pull the lever you pull the lever (sighs) i'd pull the lever and and i would have to live with that choice but to me it's it's just taking five lives or one life and and to that's just tough it is but i think i pulled the lever just because just because of the just because it's what would you rather have five people die or one person die but with i know with the five people you're not doing anything but then also just knowing that after that I could have done something to save five lives. Sure. Instead of one life, I, I think I, I pulled the lever and and live with the the feeling that I theoretically I did kill a person, more or less. Sure. But then I'd think to myself that that is a terrible situation. Something oh, went wrong. The worst situation. Something went wrong to where that trolley's run away. I'm going after that person afterwards for sure, a hundred percent, for for that person's family but who. Think about it this way: if you don't pull the lever, the five people die. You walk away. Nobody knows the difference. Nobody knows. I know, but I do. You do. I know. That's and that's where this gets into, into ethics, and. I'm not going to sit here and act like I know what's a lot the, about So, yeah, it. what's the ethical option? So, the, the ethical, there's, it's, there's not an ethical option. Basically, it, it breaks down I'm how you think. because of this. You can think in a utilitarianism, which is the one that you picked. You take your action for the greater good of the greatest number of people. You're yeah. thinking of how can I make, and utilitarianism is how can I make the, the most people better how can i be give our society as a whole the best situation where if you which sometimes i lead towards you know maybe i don't pull that lever because that's where you kind of get into egoism that's where the action you take has the greatest impact on yourself and that's what you can think because pulling that lever has the greatest impact on yourself yeah you have to live with the fact that you you did, did made a choice that made a difference that cost a life. Yes. Based off your actions. Yes. But then I'm also thinking not taking action is taking action in sure. the sense of you knew that you could have done something to save five lives. Yeah. So this yeah, this problem isn't really a big thing now, but I think in the sixties and seventies, uh, when there was kind of that academic boom, uh this was a big deal. This question? This question. Because Who came up with this? And I think it was some women in England or maybe in the Northeast United States. Jeez. And I don't think they meant it to be a ethical dilemma. Yeah. But it ended up being the subject of huge studies on mentally how humans think because humans i mean there's going to be some people who probably think and and right away your first your first way you think about this is probably oh i gotta pull that lever and save five lives but then in the back of your head it's like 
I just killed a dude, though. Yeah. So. Jeez. That, I have never heard of this. Yeah. And this is stressful, kind of. It is. I mean, I can't say probably nobody's ever been in this situation before. I hope nobody's ever had no. to. No. But this is kind of getting at the bigger idea of, do you think of society, like, as are you worried about getting the best outcome for the most amount of people? Yeah. Which, us going into education, you'd think that that is the way we look. But yeah. in the back of everybody's head, there's that, well, I get, what's best for me? Yeah. And then another thing is, like, what if these five workers who, like I say, I'm pulling the lever. What if these five workers who, who didn't die, one beats his girlfriend, one is like a criminal, sure. one steal, and then but the one guy killed, is like, you know, the best. Yeah. You, that's what that's adding something that you don't know. <sighs> that's tough, but still, I think, I think I would pull the lever. Yeah, see, and me, I still, I don't know if I can make it. It changes every time I think about this. I think most of the time I lean towards not pulling the lever because that's just not, I mean. You just let fate kind of yeah, decide. Yeah, and I don't I don't want to get into like religion or anything and choices that are above my power and anything like that. But at that's the same true. time, like I. But then, yeah, like you said, religion, you know, like you pull the lever, That's that was if you think about it, that could have been predetermined. That, that is, that's a crazy question. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, I just I don't I. I'm, I, interested. I'm interested to see what our listeners what they think on the topic and and hopefully, um, I get some feedback with that. I want to hear Storm's answer to this. Question. I do too. I'm interested. So, maybe next time we get them on. But, wow, we're at the forty five minute mark. Um. We can, we can go into NBA a little bit and, and just in the fact of, you know, I just want to know who you think is going to win the playoffs and, and, um, and we'll just go from there. Well, I'm checking right, right now. Are the Lakers yeah, the Lakers winning? are blowing out the Blazers. Okay. So all the Laker haters, oh, it's yeah. halftime, but all the Laker haters might have to uh, shove it for a sec. But the team I, I really like, and I'm not high on the Bucks. I'm really not high on, um, I'm not too high on the Sixers. I'd say the Celtics are my team in the East. Celtics? I think. I, I, nice. I think they have shooters. Yeah. They have young Logan talent. D up. They have some veteran leadership in the West. I don't I don't know. I think it's going to be super weird and I'm not saying that the Blazers aren't going to beat the Lakers. I'm saying people got to slow down on the whole sweep type of thing. But it, with regards to who wins it all, which the Rockets just won a game without Westbrook. Without Westbrook. I'd say whoever wins the Western Conference is going to win. Say so it will be a Western Conference I team, think so. no Bucks. I don't like the Bucks. Will the Bucks get past the first round? They should. Yeah. They should beat the Magic, right? But who knows? They win today. I gotta see. So whoever they comes out of the tonight. West will win the finals, you think? I think so. Okay. I like it. Um like my choice last week was the Lakers. However, when I saw that the Blazers 
and how hot they've been. It's it's interesting, but I just think LeBron, I think can single handedly will the Lakers to a championship because I think he's that good. I agree. But, I agree. Um, I, and the thing with LeBron is like in the past when the playoffs start, he 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 stops his social media and doesn't post anything. He has been active as frick on Instagram and stuff, he? but. Uh, yet again, it, times are different, especially with the Black Lives Matter movement mm-hmm. and stuff like that, where his voice is so important. So I know he's been getting a lot of hate from people about how he's not focused on basketball, but truly in his position, it's important that he does speak out. So, so all right, we'll move on. We're about done. I have an hour limit on this podcast. So, so real quick uh, to kind of end things off uh we love Star Wars to all our listeners. We are Star Wars fanatics. Um, Austin got me hooked on Star Wars Clone Wars. The last four episodes of that still put me in my feels. But mm-hmm. great. Just overall, um, um, George Lucas uh, is is our savior. But we're going to list our favorite... Er, when we're talking movies with Star Wars in, we're going to list do a list of our favorites, uh, least uh, most favorite, and... I think we're going to leave out uh, the Star Wars story movies, as good as those are, like so Rogue Ro- One, oh, No Solo. Because if they were in there, those would be... They would be high. Solo, not so much. Rogue One... Was good. Was very good. That would be... So we're going to leave those out. We're talking original trilogy, and then the the Clone Wars trilogies, and, and we're going to make a list uh, with that. You can go first. I'm going to go first. Sure. Um, number five, uh, six... So my least favorite, I'm gonna have to go with um, a new hope. So are we just we're we're not even moving in the the new new ones either. Seven, oh eight, shoot! Nine, which honest, I'd be fine with. Yeah, let's leave those out. Because if I'd be honest, they'd probably all be towards the bottom. Towards the bottom. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I didn't even think about those as much that as entertaining shows, as that, they were. That just shows that it's hard to even count those. Yes. <sighs> yeah. yeah yeah so so number six for me was a new hope and that's just me saying and all the the old the old heads out there and would be like how could you say that that's like the og stuff like that but for me when i was watching star wars i was very young when i kind of got hooked and then and i would watch them in order as one through six so for me when you go from number three to number four it's like what am I watching? It's like I just watched the most epic battle of all time. Sure. And now I'm watching this late seventies movie. Well, and the people who the the original trilogy apologists are gonna be upset with that. But you gotta remember, had we seen that when it had it been cutting edge, because it was cutting edge mm-hmm. at the time, it would have been. We would have yeah. been minds blown. Yeah. But. We grow up in the age of CGI and everything looks yep. crisp and clear, and you're right. The letdown from three to four is yeah. Is so then I'd go. After that, I'm still my number. My number five is gonna be probably uh, number six. Return of the Jedi. Yep, okay. and then I'm gonna go with number one. Okay. Phantom Menace, and then I'm gonna go with then number five. Okay. And then number three. Okay. And then number two at number one. Attack of the Clones. Attack of the, the Clones as my favorite. There's some people who put that as the worst. Worst. I know. 
But let me say, Padme, Natalie Portman, and and Attack of the Clones, come on, man. And Obi-Wan in that movie with the long hair, badass. Well, and that's the first time, if you if you watch it the original way, you have New Hope, Empire, Return of the Jedi. We have one Jedi, two Jedi in there. Mm-hmm. Phantom Menace, we really only have one, two Jedi. All of a sudden, you get to Attack of the Clones, and you in that all out. the Coliseum oh. full of Jedi, and they're going to bat like that is... I need to watch that again. <laughs> because and, that, that does... And I love romance, too, in movies. And that's kind of when you develop the, the with Padme and Anakin. Sure. And and so, yeah, I know as much as, as controversial as it is, I'm going with the Tag of the Clones as my all-time favorite. Except number three, like, I will watch that the most just because I'll skip through and watch it. Such good scenes in sure. that movie. So that's mine. I'll let you go. Um... So I'm going to have to say my least favorite is going to be uh, number six, Phantom Menace, episode one. Yep. Um, just because it's so slow. Yeah. But the end is great. You know, you get to see Darth Maul, Qui-Gon, and Obi-Wan dueling, and it's it's awesome in the score. It's so uh, dramatic there, but the rest of the movie is cringy. Yeah. I, think. You got, I don't like you got child Anakin. Yeah. You don't really know how to react to that. So that's number six. Uh Number five, I'd have to go with the New Hope. Same reasoning you kind of had. It's just when you know we, the first Star Wars movie I ever saw was Episode Three, and it's mm-hmm. so amazing the fight, the CGI, and then <clears throat> I appreciate New Hope for what it is, but strictly enjoyability, it's probably number five. Gotcha. And the fourth one, I'd probably have to go. Uh, I'd have to go Attack of the Clones. I. The last thirty minutes of Attack of the Clones, if the, if the whole movie they threw out, and the politics of Star Wars is interesting, but once again it's kind of slow. It's a slow burn yeah. to the end. Yeah. Uh, Padme, I agree a hundred percent with you on that one. In the Coliseum, she get, you know, half of her top gets taken <laughs> off by some monster. Uh, so that's number four. Number three, I'd go Return of the Jedi, um, and. And that's mainly because, you know, I think that's kind of a slow burn movie as well, but the fight at the end between Luke and Darth Vader is awesome and iconic, and it's what the whole saga is building up to. Uh, Number two, I'm going to go with Empire Strikes Back. Okay. Uh, Just because you have... That's a pretty eventful movie. They go to so many different... it, It is fast paced you know you start with the battle on Hoth you go you get a little bit of Luke learning to be a Jedi you get uh, Cloud City Lando one of the coolest characters is introduced and then number one is Revenge of the Sith and that's just because that movie is I mean you have what four maybe five lightsaber duels in there you have good ones and that's the thing with the new movies too those duels are terrible. I know. I are you know. kidding me? We we have the last duel before those movies were made was a twenty minute all out brawl between Anakin and Obi Wan, and then you have Kylo and Rey just yeah whacking uh, each other with lightsaber. I mean, it's not even close. But if you think about it, you got Dooku, Obi Wan, and Anakin at the beginning. You know, then you have Grievous and Obi Wan. You have. Uh, Yoda and the Emperor, you have Anakin and Obi-Wan, you have... Even when Mace Windu comes Windu in against... The Emperor, Emperor, by the Palpatine. way, 
those are Jedi Masters that got slashed down that fast. That by quick the, by the Emperor. <sighs> get, uh, and I understand, you know, if our boy Dedrick's listening to this, he's going to be like, oh, well, you use the Force spin or whatever yeah. to cloud that. What? No, get out of here, yeah. dude. You're a ma- Jedi Master and you get slashed down that fast. Yeah. By an old slow guy. Yeah. But let me say in, in Clone Wars, the show, watching Palpatine on that show and how how good they make him look on that. Yes. Scary dude. Yes. That but, Clone Wars is don't sleep on the Clone Wars. That's a good show. Yeah. Good stuff. So so your number one was Revenge of Revenge the Sith. Of Sith. My number one was Attack of the Clones. So we both went with the newer prequels, yeah. Yep. Which is good, which is fine. Yeah. Nothing again. I love them all. Yeah. But cool, good stuff. So we're about out of time here. So let's do a quick recap. We started off with our would you rather of the king or the average present person. We both went with the, the present times. Mm-hmm. Why is water blue? We we dove into the science on that. Dad's 50th. God bless. Uh, we yep. love you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Um, We got into the trolley thing. And that, uh, hopefully, if you guys decide to listen to any part of this, listen to that part. That very interesting question. A little bit on the NBA, and then Star Wars. So pretty eventful podcast, and we have just over three minutes. So before we let let you guys go, Austin, if you if you got anything to say, Ooh. now's the time. You know, uh, I I I can't think of anything else to really say. Hopefully, uh, college students going back, stay safe. Don't be stupid. For sure. Um, I'm not going to be one of those people who yells at you for ruining it because i understand part of college is having fun and experiencing things but uh do it for yourself stay safe for yourself stay safe for your family um uh, as kids going back to school enjoy it who knows how long we'll be there so uh just enjoy the time that we kind of have a return to normal Mm -hmm. before that could be taken you never know so just enjoy enjoy what we got right now uh because you know, as we've seen, 2020's been pretty wild, and you never know what's coming next. Good, good, good little ending there. And thank you guys for listening to episode three. And if you've stuck with us through all three episodes, um, hopefully we'll get back on a normal schedule here. You'll probably hear more from Austin because we're both up here in Cedar Falls. Hopefully we can get Abby, uh, your yeah, wife, on, on, here, yeah. on the mic. That'd be fun. Um, and if you guys have certain topics you want us to talk about, let us know. I'll be posting this on Twitter and stuff, so reach out to us on there. I'll tag Austin, and and you can tweet at us or, or whatever. If you see us around, let us know. But uh, I appreciate the support up to here, and hopefully we can keep happy hour rolling in the future with some good topics. And it's kind of a long episode tonight, so hopefully we keep you guys engaged the whole time. And we appreciate the listeners. We appreciate being able to sit in here and in this lovely apartment. And and we're blessed to have what we do and be able to to get on the microphone. And and some people can't. Some people, I don't want to get deep, but like some some people just don't have the privileges we do. And we are thankful to have those. So without further ado, guys, thank you for tuning in to episode three of the Happy Hour podcast. And if you see Mike Smith around, wish him happy birthday, and we'll leave it off there.